What up, what up, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of the Millennial Introvert Lifestyle with me, your host, the resident millennial introvert herself, Yolanda. Welcome back, guys. How's it been going? What have you been up to? How are you doing? It seems like we are in week 59 (laughs) of lockdown still, and I hope that you were able to put some of the tips and tricks into place that we discussed in the last episode of the TMI lifestyle and that you're keeping safe and well and healthy. If you're like me, then you've been loving, 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 especially if you're in the UK, the brief hint of sunshine that we have been gifted with these last couple of days. Especially if you're in the north, we've been having some really nice summer-esque weather and we've been given the all clear that we can interact with those six people of our choosing in public parks and in back gardens so i hope you've been making the most of that going out on walks and things and enjoying yourself and having a good time in these weird times because i know that i have i've been going out on plenty of walks let me tell you i've pretty much walked the every route available to me in the nature preserve that's near me that i talked about on the previous episode where i went running and got lost well needless to say after all of these walks i've been doing there is no way your girl is going to be getting lost anytime soon and i've actually managed to discover a bunch of new trails and routes and stuff so it's making my walk a lot more interesting and uh, there's only a couple more a couple more paths i need to explore before i think i would have my bearings at any point in that forest which is really nice and then at the weekend i went out with some family and we went to another park that i hadn't been to ever and i found that one so it's quite cool it was really nice and sunny there were a lot of people around which was a bit intimidating because normally i aim for places where there aren't that many people but we went anyway had a nice walk and then sat down for a little bit had a chat under some trees and things it was really nice and i think i'll be going back there as well to do some exploring once i finished mapping out the trail in this park that i've been to first then i'll be going to this new park that i found to do the same thing so it's been nice so i hope that you as well have been making the most of this really beautiful sunny 25 degree daily weather and that you've also been keeping on your sunscreen and not pretending like you're not gonna raise it in the sunshine just because you might be highly melanated like myself remember factor 30 helps us too so do like i do and do like i say make sure that you're enjoying the sun but safely as well and that you're getting outside and exercising now that we have unlimited yard time as well so that's good to see and indulge in so it means that hopefully it's indicative of the fact that we're coming out of this crazy lockdown stage but hopefully still not too soon i've always said it from the start and i'll keep saying it again i'm gonna be third wave to exit (laughs) this thing okay no one's gonna see me out and about first when restaurants open when cinemas open when theaters open when clubs open you're not gonna see me as part of the first wave okay you're gonna see me as part of the third wave once i see how the original air affects all of y'all okay once y'all come back in and let me know that it's all good then your girl's gonna follow suit and start taking part in all these activities again so that was a summary of what i have been up to all of my walks all of my fresh air all of my exercise so 
hopefully you guys have been doing much of the same enjoying the brief sunshine we have before it starts to rain again and yeah nice little catch up so on the docket for today we're going to be talking about productivity okay which is kind of apt considering we're talking about the sunshine and wanting to do things i think the weather definitely affects how people how much people are productive i think the weather definitely affects how productive people are because we all know the feeling of duvet weather and not wanting to do anything and just want to sit back and listen to movies and chill out and that kind of thing when it's all gray and dreary and raining versus you know a sunny day where you feel like you can conquer the world and there's everything at your fingertips to achieve so this has definitely been productivity weather i think of getting our mentals right and making us want to achieve and do more so this episode we're going to delve into the recesses of productivity what is productivity what does productivity mean to you what productivity isn't and how we can increase our productivity as well so let's just jump straight into it so might just be telling what you already know but it's no harm in saying it but productivity is our way to measure efficiency okay so it's how we measure the output that comes from the units of input to be a little bit scientific with it and how does that translate into our daily lives well basically it's the results that you want with less time and effort to achieve it okay so you want to achieve your goals while having time to spend on what matters to you during your day okay you don't want to just be spending your time trying to get things done without having any of that leisure time at the end for you to focus on what you actually want to do so what isn't productivity as well is something that we need to make a mark on and productivity is not just being constantly busy Productivity is not just running around like a headless chicken all the time, you know, moving from A to B to C and never having a second to breathe in between. That might create the illusion of productivity to the uninitiated, but when push comes to shove and you have to think about what you've achieved every day, if you're never getting to the end of your list of to-dos and your goals, then can you even say that you're being productive really? If it never ends, if you never get to wrap it up, if you never get to say, I'm finished, I've achieved this, if you're just constantly on that hamster wheel, I don't think you can say that you have been productive. So productivity is not just running around being busy all the time. Productivity is not being trapped under a pile of ever-growing duties you know as soon as you tick one thing off you immediately replace that thing on your list with something else and you're just constantly running and running and running and running and running that's not a good feeling it's not a good place to be in at all making more work for yourself is not productive okay and not having any breathing room no wiggle room to put things down and then pick things back up again that's also not what productivity is about okay you need breathing room you need to have capacity to take on other things and spend your time in other ways without feeling guilty or that you're dropping the ball and things like that you need to have that room available in your day-to-day list of tasks i will well i won't say all the time because that's not 
attainable I don't think I think there will be times where we find ourselves not having time to do anything but the things that we have to do if that makes sense <laughs> but also at the same time that can't be your day-to-day where nothing else can penetrate the list of things that you have to do you don't have time to do anything but those prescribed tasks or items on your list no flexibility or anything like that like you definitely need to have breathing room in your list every day if you truly want to consider yourself to be productive okay so being busy and being productive are not the same thing okay productivity is more about making the most of the 24 hours that we have in a day and the overarching thing is it's about working smarter and not harder okay one more time for the people in the back productivity is about working smarter and not working harder okay and people often confuse the two right who wants to be the millionaire that works you know 80 hours a week to make their million versus the millionaire that works 15 hours a week to make their million you're still both hitting that goal of a million but One of you has a lot more time to do what you want to do and to put your effort into other things of interest. Whereas the other one on that 80 hours a week is just going to be completely stretched to the max and the limit. Too much to do anything else of consequence in their life. So I'll say one last time, it's about working smarter and not about working harder necessarily okay so what is productivity to you okay why is the overarching question you need to answer the why okay why do you want to increase your productivity and there are a bunch of reasons that people have for wanting to address their productivity levels in their lives okay sometimes people just want to be more productive so that they can free up more free time okay they want to increase their free time they want to have more time for doing the things that they want to do that they find most rewarding okay they want to free up that time to do things that they enjoy what is it that you enjoy that you want to spend more time doing do you want to have more free time so that you can learn that second language do you want to have more free time so that you can pick up the piano again and start practicing that again do you want to have more free time so that you can hang out with your kids play with your kids check up on your kids know how they're doing spend more time with family there are endless reasons as to why people want to increase their productivity even going so far as they want to be more productive so that they can decrease their stress okay that's a big one people want to feel more productive and that they've got everything done so that that weight isn't always on their shoulders okay they want to feel like phew okay i've done everything i need to everything's tidied off de-stress now decompress for the day people want to make time for hobbies okay you might have a sports club that you're interested in joining might want to get better at your fitness do more reading whatever it is all of those reasons that incorporate your why are valid and there should be your driving force so you have to understand what is the driving force for you wanting to address your productivity levels as well okay what is driving you is it that you want to be the best version of yourself at home at work for family for friends is it that you want to take 
better care of yourself you know you want to put more energy into making sure that all of your magic is shining all that black girl magic isn't going to waste you want to make sure that you are in tip-top health and fitness is it your driving force that you want to be able to take care of your family better i mean it might sound a bit like flogging a dead horse at this point in time but those tend to be people's general motivations in terms of this kind of stuff okay in terms of productivity it's always tends to circle back to those core areas of life that we all experience and that we all either want to make that choice to dig deeper into or we feel like we're not committing as much as we can to it in which case we want to address our productivity and our work-life balance so that we can get there okay and there's no no shame in anyone's game in knowing that they're lacking in those areas as far as their own self-assessment and then making up their minds that they're going to do better and they're going to be better and they're going to address it so the first step is admitting that you are unproductive with your day and your time and that you do want to do better in those areas and free up more of your time in your day to do more of the things that you want to do okay so now for the piece de resistance in my GCSE French accent (laughs) it's all about how okay the how how do you increase your productivity day in and day out okay and the main thing that you have to do is you have to turn productivity into a habit so change can never happen without making some kind of concerted effort okay you're not gonna suddenly become productive because you wish it one night before you go to sleep that's not how this thing is going to work scientific research has told us that it takes up to three months for a new habit to form okay and once something becomes a habit then it's easier to integrate it into a new routine so if you're saying to yourself you want to become more productive then once you started implementing the tips and tricks i'm going to give you next you need to commit to it for a minimum of three months before that habit before making that habit stick before you can put the habit into your routine so it's not just going to be a simple you know two-week situation two-week thing and then all of a sudden it's going to become part of your core and part of your nature unfortunately that's not how this is going to work you're going to have to really settle down settle in and commit to being the best version of yourself and the most productive version of yourself and once you choose to give that commitment and you do stick with it and you then are able to make it part of your routine that's when you're going to start seeing the results and when you start seeing those results that's when you'll want to continue with it and want to keep on going with what you see to keep achieving more of what you've seen yourself do it's like a snowball effect that happens okay so first things first and i've said it multiple times throughout this episode already what you need to do is you need to make yourself a list and you need to check it twice okay (laughs) mr claus had it right the first time okay so i swear by having lists i feel like taking the time and energy to think about what you want to achieve each day and putting pen to paper i'm not a fan of lists electronic lists they just don't hit the same for me but if electronic lists 
hit right for you then that's fine go for an app based list if that's you but for me it's always pen to paper um, so make your list and check it twice and what I tend to do is I tend to give myself my top three things that I want to achieve every single day and I build up from there so I've got my top three things my core things for the day that have to happen come hell or high water as they say and after those top three things I give myself bonus items as well that if I get wrong to them I get wrong to them and that's great it's a bonus but if not I don't feel bad on myself as long as I've done my top three things for that day and I also suggest in this line of making lists as well that you invest in a really good planner that suits your needs okay one of the best things I did for myself is that I created my own planner that had sections that actually applied to the things I wanted to achieve every day and from there I found a single book printing service so basically they'll print uh it's not mass printing that's going to be really expensive for people who want to sell on these things it's for the single user who wants to print maybe one to ten copies of a book or something like that for any purpose so i just got a spiral bound book printed that had the pages that i created for myself that matched what i wanted to look at each day in my my day-to-day so mine has um it's titled like yolanda's to-do list and then it's got a page for the date so there's no dates on it so even if i skip a day i don't actually waste that printed page i've got a section for a daily affirmation that i like to write down i have a section for my menu for the day some breakfast lunch and dinner so i can keep track of that i've got my section for my top three things and then i've also got a section that lets me plan what i'm going to be doing for my podcast and my blog also my website and also my instagram page as well so all the content for those those have their own sections and then on the opposite page on the left hand page there's also a section for brainstorming and that's the shape of my planner that works for me but feel free to design something completely different that works for you and that actually has sections that you require and invest in getting that printed as well you can obviously print it if it works for you as many times as you need and you can go back in and make any amendments that you need as well but there are loads of pre-done planner templates online that you can find amazon especially ebay especially etsy where you can just buy the inserts for your binder and then you can insert the types of pages that you want and build your own planner from there as well but i say all that to say okay a planner is integral as far as i'm concerned to increasing your productivity it just lets you have a view of everything that you want to achieve that day as long as you keep going back to it then it sort of puts you in that mindset of wanting to tick everything off and wanting to see everything completed off of that list and you're more likely to stick to what you need to do and get it done in an efficient manner okay and as part of what I told you that is on my planner as well, I like to include a daily affirmation. I think affirmations are so powerful. There's power in the tongue and what you say is what you believe. So I like to give myself a daily affirmation and I like to repeat it back to myself a couple times throughout the day. Just really strongly, really present and thinking about every word I'm saying to myself. And it really does put you in the ma- in the right mindset to be productive and in terms of making that list as well we cannot talk about productivity without having a little side uh a little side note about ending 
procrastination okay story time guys back in the day i was the queen of last minute everything like all the way through school and university i don't think i ever did one project in any sort of ahead of time time frame at all university the amount of all nighters i pulled like i know that it might seem like it's just something that university students do but i really did try my best to embody that last minute <laughs> susan lifestyle while i was at university to the point where i would be you know writing my conclusion at 6 a.m and the paper is due at 10 a.m on the same day like it was insane and i used to like to pretend to myself that i worked well under pressure which is what i would say to myself oh i work well under pressure i have my best ideas when i'm working under pressure that's why i do it and all the other lies that us procrastinators tell ourselves but what i come to realize really and truly is that actually i don't work well under pressure when i go back and I read the things i produced when i was under such a time crunch it was not my best work at all and when you do give yourself time to really think about a thing and go back through and you know put your best foot forward in it i do think you produce better results so from there to now i have completely turned my life around <laughs> not to be so not to be so dramatic but yes so i've stopped being the last minute susan that i was in my previous life and i've now turned all around and i'm an advocate for being more productive and doing things in a timely fashion and ahead of the deadline so that was tip number one which was to make your list so tip number two is set a timer for your tasks okay if you know that realistically something shouldn't take you more than say an hour to complete then you set yourself that time limit of that one hour and then you commit to finishing that task in that hour and it really will help you just focus in and get that thing done without wasting too much time faffing around breaking it down into you know 15 minute sessions 10 minute sessions or whichever which after you've broken it down like that you realize you end up spending like two hours on something that should have taken you an hour to complete so set a timer for those tasks and give yourself a deadline a self-imposed deadline if need be tip number three is to eliminate all distractions okay so get rid of your phone turn off your emails close that tab anything that stops your focus you got to get rid of it especially when it's during your timed sessions for certain things you got to make sure that you are giving it your complete 100 focus no distractions and i get that sometimes that's easier said than done especially if you're working from home and you have your family in the house and you've got demanding children or demanding partner whichever it is i get it's not sometimes possible to do that but it might be an idea to start instigating you know quiet time between this hour and this hour do not disturb mommy while you're working on that specific thing for that specific time frame that way you can really get your head down and get it done next as tip number four we've got background noise is okay which i know seems like the real antithesis of what i literally just said however it's different so some people myself included i can't just work in silence then my brain just starts to wander trying to fill the silence itself so i tend to work best if i've got just a little bit of dull 
background noise, maybe the radio on or a TV show that doesn't require my attention, that kind of thing that usually works for me. And that might be the same for you. So there's no shame in having a podcast on in the background if that doesn't distract you. However, if you are easily distracted by things like that, then that is not the tip for you. Disregard it, ignore it, let it go in one ear and out the other, okay? And next we have prioritize your tasks ahead of schedule. Okay, so I like to make my list the night before, before I'm going to bed, so that when I wake up, I know exactly what it is I've got to do and the order that I want to achieve it in. I think it's quite hard to wake up in the morning and then from there try and plan your day. I think if you take 10 minutes to plan your day before you go to bed, that is going to give you more keys to success. Uh, and then you don't have to panic in the morning about what you're trying to achieve as well. Tip number six is a very well-known one in the world of productivity and that is to do your most daunting or dreaded task at the start of the day and uh, it's something called like eat the frog (laughs) I think is um, what it's most colloquially known as. So basically you have to do the most daunting grossest thing on top of your day that way once that's done everything else feels like having a piece of cake as opposed to a frog you know so in that sense it makes sense so when you plan your list try and do your most daunting thing first get it out the way and then everything else just seems nice and easy peasy okay next is tip number seven which is to reward yourself for completing your list now if you're someone like me then the carrot and stick method works really 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 well okay for me i like to give myself goals to reach and if i reach those goals then i like to give myself rewards so for my fitness goals every week i have instigated a cheat day but i can only have my cheat day if i stick to my goals for fitness during the week my cheat day is an all blowout cheat day Uh, for some reason i've been down a youtube rabbit hole where i've just been watching all of these cheat day videos you know people are eating 15,000 plus calories 20,000 plus calories and it just gave me the idea to give myself a cheat day in my daily well in my nutrition routine or however you want to call it so I give myself a cheat cheat day once a month now for sticking to my calorie goals and fitness goals and when I cheat I cheat well (laughs) let's just say okay so carrot and stick effect it works if you don't hit the goals you don't get the carrot not necessarily that there should be a stick involved okay and we have tip number eight which is to find out your productive hours okay not everyone is a morning person not everyone is an evening person find out what type of person you are and then plan your day around that okay if you feel like you focus more at the start of the morning then it might benefit you to get up like an hour or two earlier than everyone else so you can get most of your tasks finished in that time frame and then when the rest of the world wakes up as well when you realize that you start slowing down then you've got most of your things achieved already and vice versa if you know that you work best as a night owl that's not a problem that's totally fine but just make sure that you're sticking to your list and actually being productive rather than just pretending to yourself 
that you are getting anything done okay tip number nine of ten is to make sure that you're getting plenty of sleep this one is self-explanatory especially if you listen to the previous podcast if you haven't check it out it was all about how to survive that rona okay and sleep is essential for everything that we do because sleep helps you to rest your mind rest your body and when your mind and body are rested it's easier for you to stick to established routines and be productive okay and last but not least tip number 10 for how to increase productivity is you want to make sure that you are taking breaks scheduled breaks frequent breaks throughout the day don't pretend to yourself that you can just sit on your computer and work for four hours straight it's not going to happen you're lying to yourself you're wasting time you pretend to be productive you're not doing anything and that's why you're losing time out later on in the day as well okay so what you need to be doing is making sure that you are taking regular scheduled breaks from each task potentially after you finish a task you give yourself a little break to decompress your mind you know think of something else before you come back into the workspace that will really really help with your time as well so you don't feel like you're just bogged down in this sentence of four hours before lunch where you have to just keep working the entire time no take it task by task and maybe after you've done two or three tasks you give yourself tea break or a pretend coffee break at your kitchen table if you're working from home uh, where you chat to quote-unquote your co-workers which is brackets your kids or your spouse or whichever your flatmate whatever um, and just to break things up as well and that will keep you more motivated and more sane so guys those were my top tips for helping you be more productive day in and day out i hope you've enjoyed them this week and that they are useful for you in addressing your own productivity going forward if i've missed anything off make sure you comment down below and let me know of any other tips and tricks that you have that you've implemented that have helped you increase your productivity uh, and let me know which tips you're going to be instigating into your own life as well going forward from listening to this podcast okay so i hope you've enjoyed don't forget to like share and comment to spread the word of the tmi lifestyle it's the millennial introvert lifestyle and make sure you follow me on instagram at the millennial underscore introvert for all your business and lifestyle tips as well i'll see you in another two weeks guys and make sure that you're keeping safe and keeping productive it's the millennial introvert signing out